Welcome to Stories from the Heart. I'm Sandra McDevitt. Today in Stories from the Heart, the true story of Shoni Braun, a Holocaust survivor. Wanting to die, his father reminds him of his talent for playing the violin. Stay tuned for Shoni Braun's amazing true story on another Stories from the Heart. Violin. During the Holocaust of World War II, 12 million died, 6 million Jews, and 6 million others, including almost 900 Catholic priests at Dachau. There were survivors, Father Joseph Kentenich, the founder of Schoenstatt being one, and Corey Tenboom, arrested for hiding Jews, was another. There were also Jewish survivors. This is the story of one of the Jewish survivors. I'm a concert violinist, yet I find it strange that the instrument I play for people's enjoyment also figured in the most two horrific times of my life. The first happened when I was four. Our family lived in a small town in Romania. Papa was a jeweler, a deeply devout man who carried on his father's rabbinical traditions. Mama kept the Sabbath, lit candles when she prayed, and nurtured us six children in our faith. One day, while Mama was busy cooking, my young nursemaid walked me near the thick woods outside of town. However, in a rendezvous with her sweetheart, she forgot about me. Intrigued by the trilling of birds, I wandered into the forest, and soon I was lost. Amid towering dark trees, my fascination turned to terror. Crying hysterically, I pushed through the brush and brambles to find myself in a clearing. It was a gypsy encampment of wagons and brightly painted caravans. Smoke rose from the cooking fires tended by women in long, billowing dresses. One of them saw me and came over and knelt before me. Where are you from, little one? she asked, and I cried harder. She called to a swarthy man with a dangling gold earring. He came over carrying a violin. Lifting it to his chin, he said, Watch now. There's a birdie inside that will hop out when I play. As if by magic, beautiful bird songs sounded from the violin. My tears dried. For the brief time I was with the gypsies, I was enthralled by their music. After being delivered home, I was consumed with a passion to play the violin. Papa found a child-sized instrument, and I practiced for hours every day. At age 10, I played on Radio Bucharest, and at 13 was accepted to study at the Budapest Academy of Music. Then, just when life seemed glorious, Nazi troops marched into Hungary, which had been ruling the north part of the country. The local police who worked with the Nazis routed us Jews up in carts. Cattle cars transported us to Auschwitz, and our nightmare began. I last saw my mother holding my nine-year-old sister's hand as they walked to the gas chambers, which were disguised as showers. And there in Auschwitz, I learned to shrink from the dreaded capos. They were vicious, hardcore convicts appointed by the SS to head work gangs. Though still prisoners, they were free to brutalize us. We were moved from one concentration camp to another, losing loved ones along the way. By the time we were enslaved in Kochendorf salt mines, only Papa, my brother Zoltan, and I were left. 
My sister Violet and brothers Emil and Adolf had been shipped elsewhere. But my father, a shining example of love and goodness, would not speak ill of the Nazis. Never be hateful towards anyone, he admonished us. Hunger had reduced us to near animals. A couple eating an apple was watched fiercely. The instant he tossed away the core, a horde of inmates flew at it. Finally, I could take the beatings no longer. I was 14 years old and I wanted to die. I looked at my father laboring next to me and staggered towards the electric fence. Knowing my thoughts, Papa gently took my arm. Son, did you practice the Brahms violin concerto and composition today? I shook my head. God has given you a wonderful talent, and you want to throw it away? Reluctantly, I turned back. While swinging my hammer at the iron-hard salt, I played the music in my mind, as Papa had me do every day. When I finished, I didn't want to die. One cold morning, my dear Papa did not show up for roll call. Find him, roared an officer. Worn from hunger and hard work, he had overslept. As he was dragged before us, the officer bellowed. It took ten minutes to find this dirty Jewish dog. That was ten extra minutes Germany was kept from victory. Zoltan and I were forced to watch why they killed my father. I pleaded for God to save him. I leaned closer to my father to hear his dying gasp. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. All Zoltan and I could do was wail in anguish. Then my agony turned to anger at God. How could he allow this to happen to such a saintly man? We trudged to the mines, and I decided there was no God. That night, as I slept on vermin and festa straw, Papa came to me in a dream. Yitzhak, he said, using my Hebrew name, God is real. Have faith, trust in him, and you will survive. I awakened, comforted. I knew Papa was right. But I wondered about his promise of my survival after we removed Dachau. Evil hung over it like a turbid cloud. One evening, an SS officer strode into our barracks, holding a violin. I hadn't seen a violin in so long. Anyone who can play will be given food, he promised. Three hands shut up, including mine. The others are older, one in his 40s, the other about 25. We were hustled into a large room and pushed before the SS Commandant. A tall, steel-eyed man in jackboots slouched in a chair. A menacing attack dog sat at his side. The Commandant pointed his stick at the oldest prisoner, who was handed a violin. Play something, the Commandant ordered in a bored tone. The man tuned the instrument and began to play. His first notes were shaky, but he was soon playing Bach's Sonata Number no. 6 beautifully. When the final note died, the SS men barked, Awful! He waved at one of the capos who lunged forward and threw the prisoner out of the room. No food for you, dog, he said. I realized we were there for sadistic entertainment. The man was dragged away and the second prisoner shoved forward. His face was ashen and the violin shook so in his hands he could not play a straight note. The SS officer sneered, You want me to give you food for that? And he was hauled out of the room.
I bolted for the door, but another guard caught me and thrust the violin to my arms. I'd never played a full-size instrument before. Trembling, I tried to focus. I had planned to play a sonata or a composition by Chrysler, but my mind went blank. Play, said the SS man, ordering me to play. I lifted the violin to my chin, praying. Oh, God, how does a sonata start? Play. My fingers were so weak by starvation, I could barely curve them around the fingerboard, much less press the strings. My body turned to water as one of the couples eagerly advanced, raising his iron pipe. As I stood there waiting for the pipe to strike my skull, a powerful force took hold of me. My right and left hands began to move in perfect unison without conscious effort on my part. Beautiful music poured out of my violin, like the birds that had flown out of the gypsies that long day ago. I was playing Johann Strauss's Blue Danube. The idea of playing that piece had not entered my mind. I had never played it before, nor had I ever seen the music. I knew immediately God was protecting me, his angels guiding my hands. I continued playing. All eyes were on the SS officer. But instead of signaling to the capo, he began humming the melody and tapping its rhythm with his fingers. When my bow swept out the last note, the commandant growled, Sir Goat, give him food. But I had already gained my reward. The strong certainty that whether or not I survived at Dachau, God was always with me, his angels guiding me. Just before the American liberation of Dachau in April of 1945, Shoni Alex Braun was shot by camp guards attempting to destroy evidence of Nazi atrocities. While recuperating in an Allied hospital, he played his violin in bed. Another patient, Sherry, heard his music. Today, Sherry, a survivor of Auschwitz, is his wife and they have a son and daughter. After the war, Shoni studied at music conservatories in Augsburg and Munich and graduated with honors from the famous Marzium in Salzburg. On coming to the U.S., he studied with the distinguished Joseph Gingold. He is also a prolific composer, and in 1994, he was nominated for a Pulitzer Prize for his Symphony of the Holocaust. Prayer for Israel. Our Father in heaven, rock and redeemer of Israel, bless the state of Israel, the first manifestation of the approach of our redemption. Shield it with your loving kindness, envelop it in your peace, and bestow your light and truth upon its leaders, ministers, and advisors, and grace them with your good counsel. Strengthen the hands of those who defend the Holy Land. Grant them deliverance and adorn them in a mantle of victory. Ordain peace in the land and grant its inhabitants eternal happiness. Psalm 27 The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my stronghold of my life. Of whom Shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me, uttering slanders against me, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, 
yet I will be confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the days of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies round about me. I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yea, wait for the Lord. Thank you for joining us in Stories from the Heart. Today's true story, The Magic Violin, was written by Shoni Braun and published in Guidepost Best Love Stories. To listen again, go to the Ave Maria Radio Archives. To reach me, Sandra at AveMariaRadio.net. Music, David Phillips. I'm Sandra McDevitt. May God bless the rest of your day. Missed the show? Not sure if it came from Ave Maria Radio? Go to AveMariaRadio.net. A list of shows and hosts are there. And if you find the show you're looking for, you can hear the whole thing again by going through the Ave Maria Radio audio archives. For years, we've recorded nearly every show from Ave Maria Radio. Just click on the audio archives message located at the center of our homepage. Now you even have more reasons to become a radioactive Catholic by going to AveMariaRadio.net.